0: Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel.
1: It is the Fredericksburg SPCA this morning. Ellie Names is here. The Deputy Director. Von Young is the Director of Communications and Marketing. She is here. And we welcome for the very first time, Maddie Reed. The, uh, community programs manager. Good morning to everybody. Hi.
2: Good morning. Good morning,
1: Maddie you're new here so we have to learn a little bit about you.
2: Oh good.
1: How did you get involved with the, uh, the, the Fredericksburg SPCA?
2: I started about three years ago as the volunteer coordinator actually uh, and then ended up being community programs manager but I got involved I want to say for the same reason all of us did for our love of animals.
1: When, uh, did we, I guess you had, what kind of animals did you have and, or, and, and do you have? Like as, as a kid growing up and what
2: what's some of your background? I'm going to be honest with you, Ted. My dad's favorite type of dog is someone else's. So we were <laughs> not allowed to have that. Okay. So I've been a cat person. Um, I've got three now, but I started only with the one when I first started here. Her Interesting.
3: Name is, her name was Beezus. She passed away this year, but we all loved Beezus. She did. Because
2: she was very spicy. We like the spicy ones. We like the ones you have to earn it.
3: Yeah, they have big personalities. Yeah,
2: you got to earn but their love a little. Maddie
3: was a cool applicant because she actually came from Washington State where she was uh, doing, like, what? You were overseeing volunteers uh, mm-hmm. with a...
2: With a salmon, um, gosh, a salmon rehabilitation nonprofit. Yeah, it was cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that is kind of different. What, 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 what kind of, when, when you saw the the opening with the Fredericksburg SPCA, just the chance to work with animals?
2: Yeah, a chance to work with animals again. It's also a nonprofit, which was my experience before. Um, And when I was a kid, because I grew up in Richmond, not in Washington, uh, I used to volunteer at the Richmond SPCA all the time. So I figured, wow, what a fun thing to go ahead and do again.
1: But that would be interesting, Allie, to have Mm someone apply that has that kind of a background.
3: Yeah, yeah. She was definitely like my my top pick when I was doing interviews because I just thought that that experience is so interesting. Um, but also to have, I mean you can't. It, it's challenging finding someone who's actually worked directly with volunteers and managing them at such a large mm. scale. Yeah. So when I saw that experience, it was really cool.
1: And that, and that's the thing. The the, the volunteers. But you have a lot of volunteers.
3: Yeah, we have over. Oh my gosh, I, I know I just ran the numbers. It was like a thousand six hundred and something in our database. That's a lot. Yeah, and on like on a daily basis, we have anywhere between fifteen and twenty just coming in and out of the doors, doing different jobs. You know, juggling different things. So you have to be really good at kind of like keeping your eye on multiple things and being really kind and compassionate but yeah. also firm and supporting the it's just yeah it's it's a it's a tough position
1: and there's always the need if you're into now making new year's resolutions and thinking about that maybe think about volunteering with the, the fredericksburg spca
3: heck yeah come play <laughs> you
1: you always talk about with it one of the one of the things we, we, we talk about every single time you're here is a. Uh, you'll find a need but but especially if you like to do laundry and and do towels and things like that there's always a need for for someone to be doing
3: that yeah i learned actually this week our volunteer coordinator's favorite catch line for laundry is uh fold with your heart (laughs) oh my gosh i didn't even know that yes i forgot to taught me that yesterday But it is the cutest thing I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Hey, so this is a time of year when when people are thinking, and especially parents will think about, I think I'll surprise everybody, dads, I think I'll surprise everybody with a puppy for Christmas. And I know there are some guidelines because you want to make this a a good experience for everyone, but especially for the animal. And you want to make sure you have the right animal. And and, and in some cases, maybe surprises aren't the best thing.
3: Yeah, so... um You know, we've got matchmakers on staff, and so they'll really work with each individual family to match um, what they're looking for and what, you know, their kind of needs are and then what the animals that we have in our facility, what their needs are, um, to find really, really good matches. Um, We've done gift certificates in the past for adoption. I would probably recommend um, whether it's going through us or any other rescue organization or anything like that, I would probably always recommend um, in- including, you know, whoever you're thinking of gifting the animal to, include them in the process. Or um, if you want to just gift a fun experience, um, we've got mm-hmm. like Silent Night in the Shelter that I think we're going to talk about we a are little bit talk. later. And that's going to be, you know, taking an animal home as a foster for the holidays. So, um gift and experience i don't know something like that and then if you decide you fall in love you can adopt the animal so there there are a lot of different avenues that um allow for a little bit more transparency so that everybody's involved and that everybody has kind of a a say but um
1: because you want everybody to be happy and everybody and and that that includes the animal because Mm -hmm. bringing an animal back i know can be really traumatic
4: yeah, we do um, have our staff do meet and greets with the dogs together, so when you do want to adopt, uh, you know, we welcome, bring everyone in the household with you, mom, dad, kids, um, and bring any other dogs in the household as well for meet and greets.
3: No kitties, it traumatizes the kitties. Yeah, don't bring your cats for <laughs> meet and greets. We, uh,
4: we do have uh, staff that will give you tips and tricks on mm-hmm. how to do slow introductions, uh, cats dog cat to cat um so yeah definitely come down and speak with staff
1: that's so interesting though about you know bringing other pets Mm -hmm. because they're they're part of the family
4: oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and we only know what we know so if a dog has been in a household with a cat and does well we will put those notes in their, you know, in their profile. However, if they haven't been around cats, we don't know if they're good around cats, we can't really introduce them to cats in the shelter uh, without stressing everyone out. So, um, we, we do only know what we know, but we will give you information on how to make that transition. And we do offer a seven day foster to adopt period for animals seven months and older. So um, if you do want to see if it works for you, you know, you can take them home for that trial period and yeah, we're, we're here to support you.
1: The profile is kind of like the permanent record for, for an animal. So. It is, and we
4: we put everything in there, like everything. Yeah. If they have interactions, you know, if they're in the play yard and they see a truck go by and it makes them cower, we'll put that note in. Mm-hmm. Loud mm-hmm. trucks will, you know, make them upset. So <laughs> we we try and give a well-rounded uh, view of the animal a fair and well-rounded view knowing that it is a shelter environment and it is a lot different in a home environment as we've talked about before so yeah when we get into silent night in the shelter we'll we'll go over all the fun goodies about fostering mm-hmm. we'll
1: do that when we come back or we'll continue along uh, giving tuesday's coming up we're going to get into that when we come back with uh, von young maddie Reed, and Ellie uh, names from the fredericksburg spca more on news talk 1230 30 wfva
0: Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFEA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: The uh, Fredericksburg SPCA in this morning. Allie names, Von Young and in, uh, in, in, in Maddie Reed here. Von, it is a uh, Giving Tuesday Is uh, coming up, and for nonprofits, it's a big deal, a real big deal.
4: Yes, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It is when all of us wonderful nonprofits are vying for your attention after the turkey has been Mm -hmm. consumed, after things have been bought for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Saturday, you know, we've got Cyber Monday, and then comes us. Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday.
1: Don't forget about uh, about the, the Fredericksburg SPCA and in other nonprofits in here, especially this year. I mean, it's been yes, a-
4: it's been it's been quite a year for yeah. um, all nonprofits, and so to kind of shake it up a bit, instead of just you know letting you know what we do and you know asking for a donation on Giving Tuesday, um, after we leave here this morning, we will be launching our third round of not so professional pet portraits.
1: I like that. Not so professional.
4: Thank you. I came up with this um, idea with a bunch of my colleagues um, across the nation. Uh, I believe it was Wisconsin Humane Society launched Bad Pet Portraits. It was the beginning of the pandemic, and Mm -hmm. it was just an extra way for nonprofits to raise money and um you know in the discussions we we kind of ping-ponged things around and uh, they gave me some some good tips so back in what was it 2020 uh the Fredericksburg SPCA yeah. we launched a uh, not so professional pet portraits And we uh, did two rounds of it because everyone loved it so much. Um, People were very upset when it ended and they didn't get their not so pro pet portrait done. Um, So we brought it back for Giving Tuesday. So uh, later on today, it will be launching. And basically what it is, it's a fun twist on Giving Tuesday. You make a donation, any amount, um, either to our Facebook fundraiser Or you can go to our website at fredspca.org and follow the pop-up link or the link on the blog to our specific Giving Tuesday page and make a donation there. And our little elves uh, will draw you some wonderful photos. And the catch is, you know, we're not um, artists. (laughs) We're <laughs> right. just a bunch of pet lovers asking right. for your money in exchange for, you know, artistic renditions this of is your fun. pet's photos.
1: This is fun.
4: Yes. So um, it's, it is a lot of fun and it is kind of a, a, a really good community bonding experience because on Facebook, once you make your donation, you can submit your pet's portrait. <sighs> by commenting your pet's photos uh, in, the, in the thread, or you can send it to us via DM. Um, and then it, it kind of picks up steam because people get to see their pet's photos in real time. Yeah. We'll draw it and then we'll post back. One of the cool things about this year is for anyone who makes a donation of $100 or more, we are actually gonna send you the original copy framed. So we will mail you Aww. your pet's portrait, yeah, framed. So it's a lot of fun. It's um, so
1: cute. It is fun. and You all are so passionate about...
3: We are, but we're Animals. not. Animals. Some of us are not artistic. But that's so fine. We are
2: not so professional pet portrait painters. Oh, man, you
3: can't even talk. You are actually
4: artistic.
2: That, not is, not. <laughs> that is the fun part about this, is some people
4: are, you know, actually artists and will, will do a really fun cartoony rendition. Others are uh, doing their best. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's laughs> and, and you will get a hilarious stress. rendition of your pets, um, but it is uh, gonna help us, you know, move our mission forward and make uh, make donations for for our end of year. And yeah, we are looking to to make about twenty thousand dollars for Giving Tuesday. Okay, so so that's your goal. Yes, that okay. is our goal for Giving Tuesday. So we started yesterday um, with actually the B one hundred and one station animals. So we have a gift for you guys okay. of uh, a stack of your animals' pet portraits that were lovingly sent to us. Oh, isn't that nice! So we can't nice. wait to hand these out, and we'll take some photos later for people to see. Yeah, but we will—we'll uh, have this launched. Uh, the Facebook fundraiser will launch at about 10 a.m. today. So go through your 3000 pet photos on your phone pick out the one you want and send it to us
1: that explains why and and I, and I didn't participate cuz I don't I, I don't have a, have a dog right now but um, we got an email the other day saying you know send us your you know send in some your your pet pictures. <laughs> and so You're welcome. That, that was, was me. behind that. <laughs> well, see, because well, we talk about that. So I I mean it's it's a good thing I'm not. You didn't ask me to do things because I drew <laughs> I drew Allie, or for both for because Maddie, you said you just you don't you uh you just have cats. I just have cats,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: So I drew a dog. Oh my gosh.
2: So,
4: oh, I love that. That,
1: that. See, that would be what I. It's like a stick dog. And it's saying, it whoa. That rivals. I like
2: it. We'll
4: have to take a, a photo of that and post it for um, <laughs> for our fundraiser. We, I don't know that anybody wants
2: that, it is though. It's on par with uh, the dogs that we drew. So. I, dogs I, 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 I that I drew. You know what? Allie's drawing nice. is
3: my
4: favorite. I will post Allie's drawing specifically <laughs> on my Instagram. Page. It's, it's, very it's very bad.
3: It's very
1: no.
4: She did a few.
3: But I'm
1: not going to judge you though, Allie, because you, you just know what? Saw mine.
4: I I know this is radio, but we'll post it on our Instagram story uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, later. So, um, <laughs> and, um, and we'll put it on. She Facebook. She may me hide it. It's it's <laughs> Christie's dog Bean. <laughs> Bo. Bo. Bo, Bo, sorry. Allie's writing bad. is on par with so her bad. drawing. <laughs> it kind of looks like oh.
1: a, it kind of looks like a hand puppet.
4: <laughs> but
3: it's I not think bad. It's the cutest. Not I it's honestly think Bo
4: is the cutest. And
3: I do too.
2: Yeah. His so eyes.
3: his eyes are going two different directions. <laughs> she also drew well, uh,
2: one singular tooth. Which is, <laughs> which is black. You know what?
0: You know what? That's I the, think what,
4: it's adorable. It is,
1: and this is why you would want to give. I would if I had if Bo were my dog, I would want to give a hundred dollars so I could have that frame.
4: I would too. That is exactly, exactly what I said. Yeah. I, I think like everyone's critical, but the fun Those are not bad. The fun They're thing colorful. about this is that we're getting everybody involved. So our volunteers, our staff, our fosters, our volunteer, uh, our volunteer. Uh, what is it but junior volunteers. Junior Our volunteers. humane education junior volunteers are getting involved. Foster's kids are getting involved, so we have a lot of pet lovers rallying against this, ready to draw uh, your mixed medium. <laughs> they are
3: so pet excited. And so excited. Yeah. You I could like get this a watercolor.
4: Idea. You could get a digital rendition. You could get um, ours that we made. Your station are Mr. Sketch markers, so if you smell the paper, mm-hmm. oh. it is. Um, they smell like fruits and yeah. they're they're the what are they? Those the are Mr. very Sketch, right?
2: those are very colorful.
3: Bo's nose smells like chocolate.
4: <laughs> yeah, there Ooh. you go. See, value added. Don't sniff the <laughs>
2: Santa though; he smells like sharpie.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> we have sushi here. Uh, Isn't that the, so cute? Uh, sushi yeah. the cat uh-huh. and and yeah, the Mister Sketch. They're all See, these they're are all smelling
2: dishes.
3: The
1: good ones. They all, I, I I I like this I I like this idea, just because it, like you say, it does get every it gets everyone involved, and you yeah. and you have you have fun with this. And on a real serious note, Giving Tuesday really is is, is an important it is part because it's, it's before we're, we're you know we're, we're really getting into the Christmas season. Don't forget your nonprofits. Don't forget the Fredericksburg SPCA. You when know, as we as we always talk about, you you do so much in the community
4: yeah and you know we we are so thankful for you guys to let us get the word out about all our programs and you know every time we come we just talk and talk and talk about you know all these different Programs which Maddie oversees. So Maddie oversees Jackie, the foster coordinator, Mary, the volunteer coordinator, and Rachel, the humane education coordinator. Which
1: well, you brought all the and i brought them, all three of them here. They have been. We have had just some really good programs with them. They're all passionate about what they do. Yeah, and you're all really out into the out into the community. So yeah. that's what for Giving Day for the uh, Fredericksburg PCA is. is is really important. It's really
4: big, yeah. And we've had quite a few very hefty um, medical cases for our shelter animals come through lately. And so it is kind of, you know, it takes a toll on, on, you know, our budget for the year. We just started the fiscal year and we try our best to Mm -hmm. do our best for every animal, every person that comes through, but we are a nonprofit and we we do have to do things like draw in my (laughs) office for, Yes, (laughs) To make some money. We do, you know, puppy yogas. We do all our signature events. We uh, um, are so grateful for every dollar, every, you know, can of food, everything that comes through our doors. Any type of community support, which um, is going to be a lot of fun for Giving Tuesday here with the Not So Pro Pet Portraits. But it's going to be very, very important for our Silent Night in the Shelter foster event, which is also coming up.
1: Which we're going to talk about. Don't don't give it all away. I will not. We have have to talk talk about that, Maddie. As far as you know, you're involved with a lot of community programs, and I guess you're always looking for ideas. And if if people have ideas, they can always come to you and say, "Hey, have you ever thought about this and that?" You know, they're just. But but being out in the community has been has been very important for the for the Fredericksburg SPCA.
2: Yeah, honestly, we can't do anything that we do without our community. Uh, so being out for adoption events or volunteering or tabling for any array of things and programs, it's always incredibly important. It's kind of the the bridge between us and the community, and yeah. making sure that we are connecting and they're connecting with us.
1: Allie, and you you all we we see it with the we see it with the pictures and all. I mean, you all have a great you have you have a lot of fun, but it's also serious. I mean, you're trying to you're trying to match up. Animals and um, there, 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 there are, there are just so many needs. Yeah. In the community. and I mean, with every
3: animal that comes through the door, every person that comes through the door, um, you get wins, hurdles, uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it it just yeah, it ranges. It's happy. It's sad. It's exciting. It's yeah.
1: I never thought about because we, we you do talk about the the reunite you know the, the, the uniting of of. Uh, Someone getting their 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 forever friend, but there's also there's also a sad component at times to it.
4: Yeah, it takes a lot to get from intake to adoption, right? Yeah. um, (laughs) And
3: that's if you go the intake route. I mean, that's not always, like, the solution for every person either.
4: Yeah. Um, For any animal that comes to us for intake to adoption is is a lot to get them ready, you know, getting their exams ready, getting their vaccines, making sure they're medically cleared, behaviorally cleared, Um, and like Ellie said, it's uh, not just the the animals it's the people so people will come to us in need of support so that they can keep their animal in their home so Mm -hmm. it's definitely assessing and pivoting every single day is different
3: (laughs) that's what I think really sets us apart from any other um, animal shelter or rescue is um, at least in this area, we really focus on keeping families together. So while we um, can, e- you know, well, I don't want to say easily, we can take an animal from intake to adoption. Um, we also work really, really hard at keeping animals with their with their pet families mm-hmm.
4: yeah we have that um 30 yeah. minute free behavior consultation so we want to get the word out about that so if you know your dog is jumping up on counters or something like that and you have a little baby or uh let us help you by you know you can uh, schedule a free behavior consult with our certified behavior coordinator and maybe get some tips and tricks um i know she's she did about 70 of those this year um and mm. Those intakes from coming into our shelter. So 70 free behavior consults um, to keep 70 animals out of the shelter. Boy, that's
1: important. It's, it's, yeah, that's it's an important thing.
4: And
3: while we don't necessarily have cats coming to our facility for these 30-minute <laughs> consults, you know, our behavior coordinator is pretty well versed, and you know, so is myself, so is Vaughn, so is Ashley, our director of animal care, and Maddie, of course. Um, we're all pretty well versed in cat behavior too. So to give you an idea, like I think maybe a month or two ago, my cat started urinating all over the house. And I hear that as like one of the biggest like reasons for surrender. Well, my cat's peeing everywhere. It doesn't come out. It's awful. It's stinky. How do you manage that? And um, so I immediately jumped into like, okay, what would I tell someone who brings us a cat? you know with these issues and i was able to figure it out he's arthritic and he couldn't get into the litter box but you know those are the kind of things that we do every day is we help families kind of connect the dots because sometimes animals can't communicate with us you know what their needs are
1: but you're you're around you you guys are around all this kind of stuff and so i might if i do have a question you, you you might be able to answer just because of something like that.
3: We're the yeah. Nancy Drews of And, and if, like, yeah. I don't know what it is, then I'll ask Vaughn. And if Vaughn doesn't know what it is, she'll ask Maddie or Ashley. Or So we're all teaching each other, you know, new things, and we're all staying up to date on different webinars and trainings and hearing what other shelters do so we can make sure that we're most current and really, like, collaborate and work together
2: to solve, you know, each
3: pet parent's <laughs> hurdles.
2: I think that's one of the great parts about our shelter is that we – all are able to communicate in that way and learn new things from each other every single day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a reason why you want to get involved with uh, with giving Tuesday and be able to donate. Yeah, to yeah. keep pushing, it, pushing
3: us forward yeah. so that we can cal- keep Oh my gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> so that we can keep helping the animals that are in intake, intaken Took- well, uh, I brought into our shelter, right, or, it. or families that need help. help our with animals, animals. Yeah. not not oh, our no. tired staff. <laughs> this
1: just proves that
3: Help our Allie Have, Help
1: help get more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Listen, this is... I'm
3: skilled on animals and not so much speaking all the time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: there's you are there's there is great forgiveness here. We understood. We, understand. we appreciate you, Allie <laughs> okay. Allie Names is here. Von Young and. Uh, and Maddie Reed with the Fredericksburg SPCA. FredSPCA.org. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA.
0: It is 831. From the Fredericksburg Today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFVA, Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: We were having too much fun this morning with the Fredericksburg SPCA. Alley Names, Maddie Reed, and uh, Von Young here this morning from the Fredericksburg SPCA. FredSPCA.org. Go to the website uh, for all, all kinds of information, also a Facebook page with all kinds of information. Too. We've talked before about uh, Safe Haven, uh, the, 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 the program, and there is uh, foster training coming up. And Maddie, talk to us about about what, uh, what Safe Haven is all about. This is a great, great program.
2: Yeah. So like Allie was saying earlier, uh, it can be a little difficult for any dog to be in the shelter for more than 30 days, but especially those dogs coming in from a family. So what we try to do so we can give the community a little extra help is get them into foster homes. So that while this family is going through something um, and they're, they're struggling a little bit, we're able to still have that animal in a home, still have them loved and cared for, until they're able to go back with their family. So in order to do that, we have some trainings for our foster. Um, specifically, we have a, this Safe Haven training uh, November 30th at 5 p.m. at our shelter. Uh, we talk about both the Safe Haven as well as the pets program. Um, What is the Pets Program? Yeah, so the Pets Program is something really cool, and they kind of go hand in hand. So our Pets Coordinator does both of these um, different programs with Safe Haven. So Pets is uh, the most uh, coolest, I guess, aspect of it, in my opinion, is our pet pantry, which is kind of like a food bank for animals. So if people aren't able to provide for their animals, we don't want that to be a reason for them to have to you know, give them up or remove them from their family or their home. So we try our very best to make sure they can stay with their home and we can give them all the resources that they absolutely need, uh, which is part of what pets come in handy for. It's the People Empowered Mm -hmm. Through Support program. Mm -hmm.
3: And I think one thing that, you know, we started to, well, I've for sure seen in the last six years is people will do anything for their their animals um, Mm -hmm. and it often um, hurts them more than um, the animals. So um, You know, just a couple of things that I can just think off the top of my head, there was once a gentleman who refused to get a critical operation um, because he didn't have anyone to take care of his animal and he Mm. didn't have the money to board his animal, so he wasn't taking care of himself and the doctor said, you you have to come into the hospital, we have to do the surgery, you know, you're going to be here for a couple of days but he really didn't want to leave his dog. So that's where we came into play and we were able to house his dog for two weeks so that he could get the surgery, the support, and then we sent the dog back with a little goodie bag so that he didn't have to worry about going to the store and getting food or whatever. You know, We just made sure that they were taken care of for a couple of of weeks. Um, there was another gentleman just recently who was sleeping in his car so that he didn't have to be separated from his dog because the apartment complex wouldn't let him have the dog. So while he was finding housing for them both, the dog stayed with us. So it's, it's heartwarming and also sad, um, when you, when people you interact with choices. these people, mm-hmm. yeah, cause they'll do anything for their animals yeah. and often, um, I have seen that these animals are their only lifeline or their family, and so if you take that animal away from that person, you know you can pass all kinds of judgment. But I have seen time and time again those animals are better cared for than they are caring for themselves. They'll choose to give up a meal for themselves so that their animal can have a hamburger.
4: Yeah, and um, we spoke about this a couple uh, months ago, but safe haven too is. A lot of uh, shelters in the area, human shelters in the area, will not accept pets. So a lot of people will stay in domestic violence situations. Right, I say if
1: you're in a powerhouse situation. Yeah. yeah.
4: Will uh, stay so that they can care for their animal and keep their animal safe. And so we, our Safe Haven program will intake the animals so the human can go to shelters and get back on their feet. And then we will – the goal of the program is uh, reunification with Safe Haven.
1: Well, and, and for the for the the foster families, they, they go in knowing that – You've got this, you've got the pet for until this situation is resolved, but then the pet's going back.
3: And I think that's one of the perks of this program is yeah. so for our families that are like, oh, well, I'm worried I'd get too attached, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to let them go. This is like right up your alley. Like right. you're able to help make a life altering, um, decision for someone else and keep their family together provide high level of care to that animal mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to worry about keeping the animal and the great thing is just like our regular foster program we supply everything so if you need a dog crate we got you if you need food we got you bedding you know whatever you need we will you know we'll do our best to uh work with you and and then we handle all of the vetting for those animals too so if an animal for safe haven comes in that's not spayed or um, I don't need, I don't know, has like an ear infection. Like we make sure to go through our clinic to get all of that kind of treated so that the foster is not on their own. The family is not on their own. They're getting a healthy, happy animal back in their care.
1: Well, and we talk so much about, you know, wanting to get involved in the community. And this is another way to yeah. really yeah. be involved in the community because just the stories you've told Allie and all those stories are, fine are, are when, you, when, you, when you talk about uh, just just a domestic violence situation you really are helping these families by being a foster
4: And that's the thing, you're saving, you're helping us save lives, but you're helping like your community, you're helping (laughs) save a human life, you're helping save an animal's life, you're helping reunite families. Um, It's a very, very important program. And Safe Haven, while it falls under the People Empowered Through Support program, we only have four open spots, uh, two dog kennels, two cat kennels at any given time for this program. So the need is a lot bigger than the space we have. Yeah. They are full and we have a wait list. Um, So that is why uh, Jackie, our foster coordinator, and Maddie here is going to be running this safe haven foster training so that we can recruit more fosters so that we can say yes to intaking the animals in the community that need help with the ultimate goal of reunification. So if you are scared, you're going to foster and then fall in love and adopt. You can't. Exactly. You can't and we provide everything, so this really is a way to get involved with one of our programs, have a great outcome, and have it be still temporary.
3: And I think the other thing, too, is even if we have those two kennels for cats and dogs in our facility, every animal that comes into our building, whether it is a safe haven or a dog or a cat that's um, been brought from another shelter or whatever, an owner surrender, we love them like they are our own pets Mm -hmm. we feel so deeply for every single one of them we probably wouldn't be working there if we didn't feel that way yeah um it's we can go above and beyond and give them amazing fresh bedding every day and take them out for two to three walks a day and you know go above and beyond but that is still insanely hard on an animal who is being, you know, pulled from their family and then has to sit in a shelter room. It's hard for them.
1: They don't know. Um, it's, no, it's I mean, we can spend, you
3: know, 24 hours out of uh-huh. the day providing care to them, and it would still be really hard. So, also by opening up your home you are making the stay so much more bearable and and stress-free for that animal. I mean, it's such an impactful um, way that you can help out.
1: So there's information. It's the 30th, November the 30th at 5 o'clock.
2: Yes, so it's a Thursday, and it's at 5, and it's just right at our shelter on Courthouse Road. Um, But if for whatever reason anyone's not able to make it, we do record the training as well okay
0: yeah
3: and even if you're not like a hundred percent ready to commit that's okay just come and ask questions and listen about the program and even if it's just to refer people to the program like talk to your neighbors talk to your friends talk to your family members and see if anyone else is interested um and then you know when in doubt come just come to the training come hang out ask questions and then if you still aren't up to it or you are great we you know we don't care either way it's just nice to have people involved at any capacity right
2: Yeah, I think that's a great point. I mean, just come for the information. You don't have to feel like it's a commitment just to come. We are here to support you as much as we're here to support the animals. So,
1: like Vaughn said, uh, Maddie, that you can have. I mean, in in this case, you'd like to be able to have plenty of people on standby. So as 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 this as as because you never know. Some some weeks you you might get you get a bunch of these cases. And you just never know that to have people, then you don't have to, you, you, you have places to, to send the animals. Mm-hmm. Exactly,
2: and that's not, you know, if you do the training as well, it's not saying that we necessarily have a safe haven right this very moment that would fit well in your home for you to take, but it is about being on standby as well. So we're able to help with those emergency situations when someone comes in in a real desperate need. Um, so we're able to help them.
1: I remember when we first started talking about the, um, just about the fostering program, and I remember asking you, Allie, so what ha you know we you talk about fostering you you talked about how you had been a foster and ended up adopting some some animals, but but in this in this case, like you say, what's great about this is these animals are going back yeah you're, you're just you're just. You're just helping these people out, literally.
3: And my family's actually done, uh, we've done two safe haven fosters. And I have to tell you, out of all of them, they're the ones that stand out the most. Hmm. Um, And that's like 100, I think we're at 150 animals. And I can still remember their names. I remember what they look like. My favorite, (laughs) his name was Brother. He was the funniest cat. My God. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Those cases for me, um, it gives you goosebumps. and, and And then I think we posted a story... When, when was that? Like, two months ago? Uh, yeah. And it's uh, in our end uh, year-end
4: mailer, yeah.
3: Um, it's incredible, though. Uh, seeing the pictures, it was a safe haven that we were able to reunite with their owner. And, like, just I wasn't there to see the actual reunification. But just seeing the pictures, like... Oh my gosh, yeah, it makes your calm. heart mm-hmm. feel heavy and you get a little choked up. And yeah,
4: and this lady gave us full permission to share her story and share her, um, her photos and everything. But that's one of the things we don't talk about it a lot because we do put them on full media blackout just in case yes. it is a domestic violence situation. We put them on full blackout. We don't share their stories. We don't share where they are at any given time. So we don't get to talk about it a lot. Um, it is in the cases that uh, mm-hmm people will allow us to tell their story to kind of share and make a, an impact. Um, so yeah, the the dog was firstly already rescued from a dog fighting situation, and then the uh, lady was uh, escaping domestic violence, so Empowerhouse reached out to mm. us, and we took her dog in. Um, we saw that, you know, it already had one ear missing because of the, the mm. dog fighting that she rescued him from. Um, but his eye needed surgery. And so our clinic got to work and helped alleviate all that pain. And then Empowerhouse hel- uh, helped set her up with uh, housing. And then we were able to reuni- reunite her with her dog, who was her ultimate lifeline. He was an emotional, a registered emotional support animal. Yeah. So uh, he was, you know, he came to us, he got medical care that he needed. She got the care she needed. And in the end they're both out there in the community, safe, happy, and healthy. And uh, we are so lucky that we were able to be a part of that story. And we're ultimately able to be a part of that story because of the support we get from the community. So the dog, um, you know, stayed in our kennels uh, at that time, but we would have loved to have him set up in a foster home. He was the sweetest dog. Especially um, receiving medical care. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that is why this training is important. You don't have to do the training in order to become a safe haven foster, but we do these trainings just to give you, you know, that uh, as much yeah. information as possible, a Q&A session, mm-hmm. but you can always head to fredspca.org mm-hmm. slash foster, just register, um, sign up as a regular foster, and... We we always have things to foster for, yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's
1: correct, but we I mean, just but just the stories, you know. Just, if if an animal, you know, if someone needs surgery or you know things that people put off because they don't have somebody to wash watch their animal, and so that's oh, yeah. what's great about the Safe Vaughn Asian and I program. could be
3: here all day telling you story after story after story. Yeah, what a great program! It's a program. privilege to be able to hear mm-hmm. all of those stories and help.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to take one final break and come back and talk about Silent Night in the Shelter. We're going to give ourselves some extra time at the end here to talk about Silent Night at the Shelter with the Fredericksburg SPCA. Maddie Reed, Von Young, and Ellie Names here this morning. Fred, SPCA.org.
0: This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Maddie, Allie, and Vaughn here this morning from the uh, Fredericksburg SPCA, SPCA fredspca.org. Silent Night at the Shelter, Vaughn. It is coming up.
4: It's coming up, and we are so excited. This is the fifth annual... Silent Night in the Shelter Foster event. So for the 2023 season, we are doing things a little bit different, but in keeping with the belief that every animal deserves a home for the holidays, um, Fred SPCA staff and volunteers are working very hard behind the scenes to help pair your furry friends with you for the holidays. Um, we want to get them out of the shelter and mm-hmm. into cozy homes. Uh So fostering an animal for the holidays, we are asking for about a two-week time commitment. Um, Instead of just having one or two days to pick up your foster animal, we are doing a full week, and we are going to kick it off with a FRED SPCA open house. So this is going to be on December 15th. We are having extended hours. So on Friday, December 15th, we will be open 1 to 8 p.m. for fosters. The holiday open house will be 5 to 8 p.m. You can come, eat, drink, uh, be merry, pick up a foster animal. You can meet our staff, meet our our board, um, our matchmakers, our team will be there to help match you. But the whole event will be running through to the 21st. So we will have all that information up with the hours up on our website and our Facebook page, but no pre-registration is required. Okay. Um, the As usual, we'll provide everything. So any uh, supplies, you'll be going home with a tote bag and a little stocking full of goodies for you and your foster animal uh, to help make their spirits bright during the, the break. And it is just such a warm and fuzzy event and we love it we we, essentially we want to get every animal into a nice cozy right home for For the the holidays holidays, you know have them decompress and and have a little vacation and one of the changes we're making this year is the whole point is temporary fostering Mm -hmm. get them out give them some decompression period um away from the shelter However, if you do fall in love and the animal is, you know, just a great fit in your home and you don't want to bring them back, fosters will be allowed first priority for adoption. But we are working on a sponsor right now to sponsor all of those holiday foster adoptions. Mm. So we will have sponsored fee waived adoptions for certain animals, um, and we're very excited about that. So we've never done that before, and it's just kind of a uh, added benefit to to all to our fosters, to animals, to our community, and yeah, we are very excited for for that. The one of the benefits uh, again, it's not necessarily we want to force them to get out and adopted, um, we want that decompression period away from the shelter because, you know, There have been plenty of research in, there's been plenty of research in the past couple of years that show temporary sleepovers, especially for dogs, Mm -hmm. begin lowering that, the cortisol levels, that stress hormone um, in 24 hours. So. Sure. Yeah, when dogs, any pet owner, any dog lover knows when their stress comes down, they they have the best naps, they, they have better kennel presence, easier to get adopted when they come back upon return. So. We're very excited. It's my favorite because I always like to ask our fosters to send us photos of the animals taking a nap and it's called I I label this this season the best sleep ever because yeah most fosters will send us photos of the animal snoozing like they've never snoozed before, you know, like cuddled in a blanket or by the fire and in a in their bed or on the couch or with their kids. It's just
3: it, it's really magical.
4: They eat a lot of snacks. <laughs> eat a lot of <laughs> snacks.
1: <laughs> it really is a time away, and and for for the for the fosters, it would it gives you it gives you a new personality in your house.
4: Yep. Yeah, and that's you know the the benefit mm-hmm. for people, and as a foster parent, it allows families to kind of experience that joy of pet ownership without long term commitment. So, you know, it can let you decide if having a pet is right for you, mm-hmm. it can give children the opportunity to learn pet care, responsibility, and also how to give back to the community. So it's it really is a well-rounded event, and we're, we're very excited for it. We're really hoping uh, to be able to place all of our animals into the... Foster homes, so we will be, you know, finding them. Yeah, <laughs> leading up. Yeah, we we're hoping for a silent, silent night in the shelter. All no, nobody is left, and yeah. nobody's barking or meowing. And visions of Kongs and. Friskies <laughs> dancing above their heads. Yes. That <laughs> yeah, is good. We're, we're really looking forward to that. With the extended, you know, we're not doing the one to two day pickups. We're doing the a full week. Uh, we've got extended hours. Um, yeah. Bring your dogs for meet and greet. We're having all hands on deck. We're doing that kickoff open house party. Um, and then we just asked for like a one to two uh, we we ask for about a two week commitment. We'd like to see the animals coming back about the first week of January. Yeah, um, but we we have supports. Um, we have a twenty four hour foster emergency line. You're not going to be left uh, alone. So and then we we have support staff, of course. So yeah, we hope to see you all come out we'll get more information up about that um, and we'll talk about it in, in a it. couple we'll, weeks
1: yep yeah, we'll, we will we will be promoting a lot of it too we are out of time again Giving Tuesday do not forget about Giving Tuesday do not forget about the Fred SPCA
4: yes check us out for your not so professional pet portraits put us to work
1: <laughs> FredSPCA.org. SPCA.org Allie Names Von Young Maddie Reed thank you all we'll talk soon that is it thank you for listening we'll see you on Monday